0: Hello and welcome to the spiritguides.co.uk network radio show with your host Mark Chatterton. Today I would like to welcome on the show Scotsman Kyle Gray, who has been dubbed the Angel Whisperer. Not only does Kyle see and talk with angels, but he is also a gifted psychic medium who has helped many people through his readings. He is the author of two books, The Angel Whisperer and Angel Prayers, and I'm sure he's going to tell us something interesting, some interesting stories of his work with the angels and the spirit world. So, a warm welcome to you, Kyle. Hey, man!
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Right, let's get started. Obviously, when you were very young, I think it's about age four, it all started for you then, and you spoke to your deceased nan, nana, in your bedroom. Is that right?
1: Yeah, it's, 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 it's all it's all started when I was four. My. Um, There was a run-up of events that really made that happen. Um, My mum's mum, my nana, lived with us in her family home in Port Glasgow. And it was really interesting because she had lymphoma cancer and all this different stuff going on. And she was limited to a wheelchair. And uh, around the same time, I also got this virus called Guillain-Barré, where it attacks the the, the nervous system and leaves you paralysed. So we were both in wheelchairs and it was like this reflection of each other. And um, through this kind of wheelchair, we, we, we created this phenomenal bond. And uh, everywhere she went, I went with her. Because my mum would put um, me on her lap and, and roll us around together, as I would say. And uh, I remember as my health started to naturally improve, my grandmother's actually declined. And she was moved to hospital. And uh, one evening, a neighbour called Margaret was looking out for me as my parents were with her at the hospital and I woke up to my grandmother tickling my back. Um, she was sitting on my bed and tickling my back. And uh, it turned out through the, the night that she'd actually passed away. So that was like my first spiritual experience, but I was completely unaware of it.
0: Yeah. Um, I understand that you communicated with spirits from an early age, but it wasn't really until you were a teenager that you started seeing angels.
1: Yeah, that was that was more of a choice—the uh, angels thing. From early childhood, after that experience, I got highly sensitive, and it was like, you know, I would walk down the street and I would uh, I would I would pat people's dogs that were not there, <laughs> and I would you know I would do these weird things, and people were like, "What the heck is going on?" And you know, it, I didn't know anything other than what I could see, and then. Um, When I got to my teenage years, um, it was someone that gave me angel cards after I had got interested in crystals, and um, they gave me them for my birthday, and I I get instantly obsessed with them, but I never even knew that I was psychic or had psychic potential, even from the experience I had had. In my younger days, it was just, uh, I was just quite excited at the idea that there was angels out there, and I was desperate to see one.
0: And obviously, you you did when when you were fifteen.
1: Yeah, when I was fifteen, it was it was just a a, a good couple of months after getting the deck, and I really started to like push it. I would I, I learned how to um, meditate, and I uh, you know learned how to do all the basics like open your chakras and put on your psychic protection. And I remember one night there was this invitation to a family friend's barbecue. And, My mum's friends were saying, "Bring your cards, and we can practice on everyone." Because they knew this, this new—it was more than that. It was more like a hobby and and a party trick rather than, you know, like a spiritual practice. And uh, I brought them, and after um, reading for someone, I I I seen their angel, which was was quite an interesting experience, to be honest.
0: Yes, because I understand that some teachers say that babies and young children can see angels sort of as an everyday event but as they grow older they lose this ability would you agree that this happens?
1: You know I think there is a lot of um, very perceptive children out there and people but yeah I think it's when you're younger you're more innocent there's no questions of the ego there's no conditioning that this is crazy madness insanity you know yeah. So it was. It's for children. I think it's a much more easier process because it's just this whole process of trusting, and and uh, believing what you see. Um, so yeah, I think there's a lot of kids out there that are very in touch.
0: But obviously, when you get to adults, there's very few adults who say they see angels. Why do you think this is?
1: There's very few adults that what sorry that
0: can see angels.
1: Oh, can see angels. Yeah, I think that there's very few adults that can see angels because you know the whole idea of psychic phenomena although it's becoming more accepted and uh, normal these days I think for a long time it's always been shunned or looked at as craziness or um, or even scary and, and and I think as soon as you put some sort of fear based emotion on a situation you completely block it it's just like closing it over Um So, yeah, I think that's what it is. Because the way this um, world works, I suppose, is a lot of people say, I'll not believe it until I see it. And, again, I think that's also a a very um, closed-minded way of looking at it because not everything can be seen, can sometimes just be felt with your heart. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's why adults don't see angels is because it's, uh, again, a lack of trust.
0: Do you think there'll be a time coming when... Adults will be able to see angels eventually.
1: Well, I, I hope so. I think it would be amazing. I, I, I really do. I, I, I hope so. I, I'm not really a big predictor, to be honest, but I pray that day comes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
0: So, when you see an angel, can you describe what angels look like? Are they different or the same? Yeah, they're or- no,
1: they're completely different. You know, I've I've seen so many different. uh, angels and with different looks and you know like this world there's so many different types of people and we all have different you know the way we come across and so yeah I've seen all different types of angels so uh, the first time I ever seen an angel was the time at that barbecue and I was holding this guy's hands and uh, could see this golden light behind him and it had two black eyes that completely stared into my being and that's it looked like the movie Cocoon that's the only way I could describe it to you yeah Um, But I've also since seen, like, my own guardian angel, who is the complete double of Barack Obama. (laughs) So, um, you know, I've seen angels that look like normal people. Uh, um, And then I've seen just, like, flashes of light, glints, you know, children angels, angels with wings, angels without. They've they've always been different every time I've experienced them.
0: Okay, so if you've got a, a spiritually aware person who says they can hear angels and spirit guides guiding them, is there any way in which you can distinguish between the
1: two? Oh, you mean like distinguish between a spirit guide and an angel? Yeah, yeah. how do you know the difference? You know, I'll be really honest, I've never really done the spirit guides thing. Um, You know, I've never really been so interested in spirit guides because I've always had the angels thing. Yeah, sure. But the way I always look at it is these beings work hand in hand. Um, but the way I always feel, a spirit guide is generally some sort of being that's had an earthly experience, whereas angels haven't. Yeah. Um, I, I'll not forget, just only a few days ago, I'd done a reading for a, a lovely woman. She was Indian descent, and uh, I was reading for her, and when I was reading her, like, i seen this Indian woman behind her, but she was dressed in white, and she had like a white turban on, and she... She was like, um, she reminded me of, I don't know, you know, that Gurumuk, one of these a famous uh, Kundalini yogi yeah, from yeah. America. And I was like, there's this woman who is completely the double of, of what I can describe as Gurumuk, except she's Indian, she's an all-white, she's completely a devotional spirit. And she says that um, her grandmother was one of those people and um, that she, she absolutely de- dedicated herself to, to a yogic practice like that. And it was really interesting because this woman had had uh, an arranged marriage and she wasn't happy with it and she was, was going to break from it. And she had this fear, this worry that um, her family, both on earth and in heaven, would reject her for it. And it was an amazing experience because this woman came through not only to tell her that it was completely safe for her to, to change that, but to also be the spirit guide to her through that experience. And and it was, it was so amazing to see someone held by not only someone that was an ancestor, but also a spirit guide to them.
0: Right. Because uh, I know that you've helped many people through giving readings and through your books, but there seems to be a lot of people out there who are suffering and hurting in the world. Yeah. Would, would you say that, people choose to experience this suffering before they come down to earth or is it a type of karma or is it something else
1: you know that's a really interesting question i i i always like to say to people to say that people don't choose to suffer because i think that's a really it's a really it's a strong place to be um or a challenging place to be but i think through the experiences we go through in life sometimes that's that's what we experience but One of the things I'll always say to someone who's going through some sort of pain and suffering is that what they do with it is completely their choice and that even though they might feel separate from a a god or separate from a a divinity or themselves or whatever, the true essence of their nature is completely whole. It it is healed. It's not broken. It's not lost. It always will be there. And I think um, suffering ends when we remember that we are... Unconditional love. Yeah. So I I think suffering is uh is an earthly thing. It's definitely not something that that will leave with us. Um, but it's an opportunity to remember that we are love.
0: Okay. Um. Connected with that, you you get people who are sort of obviously come to see you who are worried about the future and what what their purpose is in life and so on. Yeah, you how, get that. How, how can people know what their purpose is in life. Would you say the angels are there to show people that?
1: You know, I think um, we've all got a purpose in life. And I, and for a long time, and in my first book, I, I will throw my hands up and say that I, I let the purpose and career aspect of life get confused. But the way I look at it is um, your life purpose is to be happy. And your life purpose... Can um, be complemented by your career, but it's not defined as it. Right. Do you understand? Yeah,
0: I understand that.
1: So for me, my I think my life purpose, in many ways, was to. For a long time, it was to get people connected to angels, and I I do feel a lot of purpose with that. But I feel my true purpose is just to be happy and and to be aligned with peace. I see. Yeah. But doing what I do gives me that. Yeah. So it, it, it kind of complements it, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Sure.
0: Um, I was going to say that obviously a couple of years ago there was this big sort of movement about the 2012. year 2012 yeah. and, and obviously that's been and gone but would you say that there is something better for people to look forward to in the future? Whatever? I loved,
1: I was so excited about the whole 2012 thing because I knew that there was nothing going to happen yeah. <laughs> in a physical sense Um and and sometimes I go, I don't even know if anything happened on a, a shift or not. But um, my favourite kind of uh, date was eleven eleven. I thought that's when stuff really
0: yeah, started yeah.
1: to shift. Um, but 2012, you know, I, I think was just another milestone to mark that, that we are raising our consciousness again. Yeah, sure. Um, but absolutely, there's always something to look forward to. I think life is... Even though there's challenging things going on in this world, there's always there's always amazing things going on as well. Yeah. So I always allow that to be more my focus. Um, I, I'm very um, interested in the climate right now. Yeah. And uh, obviously a lot of stuff going on with oil and and a lot of animal cruelty things have came up recently. I don't know if you've been aware of that. There's there's so much stuff like, out there that people are becoming aware of. Yeah, sure. So yeah. I think since maybe 11.11 in 11 2012, even though there's there's maybe not been a physical change or there's not been a big explosion or anything like that, I think there's a real shift in awareness. People are becoming more aware of the the challenging or darker things that are happening in this world as a greater opportunity to change it. So, yeah, I think there's definitely more things to look forward to. Yeah, um, It's yeah.
0: interesting you said about 11.11 11 because that's a phenomenon that seems to happen to a lot of people where they see sort of consecutive numbers and yeah. dif- different numbers come up. Would you say that's something to do with the angels or something completely different?
1: I like to think so. I've got an eleven eleven tattoo and a 22-22 <laughs> right. tattoo on my hands. Is right. my yeah. fingers. Um, I just feel like, you know, when someone has this awareness that um, you know, like eleven eleven is this this sign? Then the angels are absolutely going to use it to the best of their ability. Yeah. Um, so I was just in India all over over January, and uh, they'd never heard of the eleven eleven thing. Really? Yeah. And then all the boys on the ashram I had looking at their phones every time eleven eleven had came up. <laughs> so it was quite funny. But, so yeah, I, I feel these numbers are just reminders that we're not ro- not alone. Yeah. yeah.
0: Sure. Yeah. Because another a phenomenon that keeps happening to a lot of people is they keep hearing this sort of sound in the background, like uh, drilling or humming when, when they're going the to high sleep. Pitch, the high-pitched yeah, noise. Yeah, and some people have, have said they've even heard, like, a trumpet sound. I just wondered if you had anything to say about that.
1: That is cool. I'd love to hear a trumpet. Yeah. Um, I get the high-pitched ring, like the high-pitched... Uh, it's like a whistle. Um. I always call that a download. It's like something coming in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I believe that happens. I, I've I've known angels to to blow their trumpets or or to use signs to to remind us that they're there as well. So yeah. Yeah, sure. A trumpet was, if, in my eyes, if ever I see a trumpet in a reading, it's always a sign of some sort of abundance or a great news coming to you. Right. So if they hear a trumpet, that's a good sign. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. you you mentioned earlier that you've you've just come back from India. Would you yeah. like to say? You know what happened to you there because you were there for quite a few weeks, weren't you?
1: Yeah, I went for four weeks. It was um, it was an amazing trip. Uh, definitely a lot of challenges for me. Um, I'm, I'm quite an outspoken person. Um, definitely someone that's got if I've got an, if I've got an opinion and I feel it's going to be of some benefit to someone, I'll, I'll generally share it. Yeah. So when I seen a lot of the, the kind of animal stuff, I'm, I'm a total vegetarian animal activist, so I seen a lot of animal cruelty, um, which was a very challenging thing for me because i I've seen a dog dying and i seen a dog being hit with a stick at one point and, you know, just a lot of weird things happening. So it was, it was a very eye-opening experience for me. Um, but India was a beautiful place and the most amazing thing about Indian culture for me was there was no denying that God exists, it was just a part of life. Yeah, sure. And, uh, you know, everywhere you go there's temples or opportunities to bless yourself or or get connected again. So there was a, a real spiritual um, connection going on there, but there was also this, um, for me, I felt sometimes maybe a lack of... Uh, of compassion for, for, um, animals. That was my, that was my hang up.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, you've written two books to date, The Angel Whisperer, which is about your life story to date and how you've helped many people through readings, etc. Yeah. And then you've uh, written more recently Angel, Angel Prayers. Prayers. Um, could you just say a little bit about how Angel Prayers works then?
1: You know, that's my, I've actually wrote three books now. Oh, All right. So, but Angel Prayers just, just came out in, in the end of 2013. And uh, it, was, it, it was my absolute dream to create this book because um, I've always believed in the push idea, pray until something happens. I've always believed, you know, whenever anything's going on or there's a challenge, I always say to people, push, you know, pray until something happens. And uh, I, I, I've always prayed very differently. Um, so most people who speak to angels will always say, angels, please help me with this, and then you hope that the future again delivers the answer. But because I was uh, a student of Louise Hay and I believed in the power of affirmations, I felt like that when I was praying, saying please all the time, that it wasn't very affirmative. It was more asking and hoping, whereas I decided to start saying thank you, angels, in the sense that, whatever I had asked for had already been done or had been seen to or had been held or had been healed. And uh, it started to really happen. (laughs) So I decided to write this book to help people shift their prayers away from fear and to harness this um, support that their angels have got for them through a more positive, affirmative prayer technique by saying thank you, angels.
0: That's good, Um, because I know you've got two big events coming up in london in the next few weeks i do could you would you like to just say a little bit about those to the listeners
1: yeah I, i'm it's quite cool because one of them's an angel number so on the 22nd of february 22 2 um i'm doing transition to love um in london with uh, mind body spirit festival hosting it alongside david hamilton um who is is one of my great friends and uh he um, he's a scientist that believes in angels. so That really really excites <laughs> me. And and you guys, I'm sure I've I, I've listened to his podcast with you guys before. Yeah,
0: yeah, because you know we interviewed him obviously. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah I had it on my iPad. I've listened to it running loads. So uh, yeah, uh, but anyway, mean David, David Hamilton's is going to be there, and also Lucinda Drayton, um, the voice of Bliss, who uh, who's a, who's pretty much an earth angel as far as I'm concerned. <laughs>
0: And whereabouts is this help being held? I, I
1: believe it's in Friend's House, I think that's Yeah, the, the...
0: the Friend's Meeting House in Euston, which is right opposite Euston Station. I've never been before, yeah. but I've yeah, heard of it. Both Ian and I have been to several events there, and it's a really nice big building. Oh, good, that's Good vibe. Cool. yeah. I'm excited. And yeah. then
1: I'm doing, I can do it, Ignite, which is um, in March, um, alongside... Um, my complete heroes, uh, G- Gabrielle Bernstein is one of my favourite people ever. Yeah. Her book was, was a, a real foundation for me. Um, and Robert Holden. And, yeah. uh, I mean, that guy is just the best.
0: Because you've got a little so, clip of you being interviewed by him, haven't you? On, on Yeah. I,
1: I, he's pretty much been my coach the whole way through the whole journey of being an author. Uh, he's always kept me right. Yeah. So he has. He's he's an amazing man and he's the one thing I I really love about him is he's always willing to share. Yeah. So whatever he's learned, he's gonna share with you. And and I think there's something, you know, amazing about that, you know. There's so many people out there that know all this information but don't want anyone else to know it. <laughs> Robert Scott, the opposite of that, he wants everyone to learn, everyone to share. Yeah. So yeah, we're doing that. And uh, I'm not sure the venue actually, that's terrible. But yeah, it's the eighth and 9th of March in London. Yeah, well, we'll put it up on
0: on the um, website anyway. So, well, thanks for letting us plug that. That's but it, uh, yeah, but it, you you've got a website which is kylegray.co.uk. I do, is, yeah. Right. So if the listeners want to find out more about about you, they they can look that up and um, get your books off there, etc. And um, yeah,
1: and there's free meditations there for anyone to download right. and help yep. themselves to absolutely get involved.
0: Yeah, so. One final question, obviously. Um, apart from these events in London, have you got anything else coming up for the rest of the year? Or
1: well, yeah. Well, I'm going. I'm doing um, these London events. Then I'm going to Germany. I'm going to Switzerland. <laughs> I, um, I, as far as I'm aware, I'm going back to India. Um, so there's quite a lot of exciting things. I've, and my, I've got another book coming out in May. Yeah. And C- a CD program. Right. And then my own angel card deck comes out in September. So. It's going to be a a really exciting year.
0: Yeah, sounds good.
1: Yeah, Yeah. you have to come and hang out. Yeah.
0: Well, I'd I'd like to say thanks ever so much for agreeing to be interviewed today. And I'm sure everyone listening has has learnt a lot about you and about angels and about the way forward, etc. And we thank you very much for that, Kyle.
1: Well, I'm going to thank you because I feel you guys are doing great work. opening up this this great channel to let people learn and connect with different ideas. So thank you for doing that as well.